Welcome to the Meet Musings podcast, the show where we talk about different issues and disabilities that affect people emotionally, psychologically, physically and mentally. We discuss health and well-being generally. We are amplifying the voices of people living with disabilities and limitations and breaking the stigmas. Our podcast is available on Podbean, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Amazon Podcast, Tune in in Alexa, Twitter, YouTube and Facebook. We are also available on Listen Note, Radio Public and iHeartRadio. Just search Meet Musings Podcast on any social media platform. Welcome! Today, we will be continuing our discussion by focusing on treatments and the do's and don'ts for sickle cell patients. The first thing to understand about the painful episodes is that it's not something that you can actually prevent. So what you could do is just to manage that episode to the best of your ability by minimizing the pain. So what you could do to start is to use a warm water compress or a heated pad to gently massage the affected body part. Do not press hard at all as this will aggravate the pain. And all you need to do is to stimulate the blood circulation. And you can also achieve this by encouraging the sickle cell sufferer to sip or drink warm water at regular intervals. You know, or sometimes you could actually soak in warm water. And for the sufferer, you encourage the sufferer to take deep breaths through their diaphragm to push blood flow toward the chest and into the heart. So like deep breaths that like go through the diaphragm in order to push their blood flow toward the chest and into the heart. Then prevent infection with the use of antibiotics as sickle cell sufferers are more prone to infections. Having a diet containing a lot of grain leaf vegetables, kale, spinach, mustard, and collard greens, cabbage, lettuce, romaine, curly endivine, and iceberg lettuce, and broccoli. These contain vitamins A, B6, B12, vitamin C, vitamin D, and vitamin K, and magnesium, and calcium, and iron in healthy proportions. Worthy to note is that sickle cell patients do not need so much iron because of the nature of blood clots. When you push too much iron into a patient that has sickle cell, that iron would cause their blood to clot. And when there's a blood clot, then there's a tendency to have more crisis. So using of dietary supplements such as ferrous or any other iron-containing multivitamin should be minimized or avoided. The dietary supplements such as folic acid, which helps to stimulate the production of red blood cells, should be encouraged. And also improving hydration level. Ensure that the sickle cell patient drinks plenty of water or fluids. Juice inclusive and where necessary, administer IV fluids. If you are not able to administer IV fluids, what you could do is get 
oh, I'll tell you that is a solution of water, sugar, and uh, salt. But make sure that you administer it correctly. You can look up the internet to find out the proportion of the sugar and water and the salt that is needed. Medication. Hydrocarbamide or hydrocyurea is now commonly used to treat sickle cell patients, but it is strictly a prescription medication and is only prescribed for patients that require it. Because of the side effects of the medication, it has really complicated side effects and should not be used in isolation. There's a lot of side effects such as diarrhea, drowsiness, anorexia, hair loss, nausea, vomiting, mucocystis, and the negative effects that this drug has on the bone marrow. So it is for very imperative to monitor the full blood when you are on hydrocarbamide. And also you need to monitor the renal function, kidney functions, and uh, be sure that the uric acid and electrolyte levels as well, early response to possible infections are monitored regularly during use. The do's and don'ts to support the sickle cell sufferer, don't discriminate against us. I really do not want anybody to discriminate against anybody that is suffering with sickle cell because it is just not good. It is not just right. Discrimination is an act of disadvantageous treatment or consideration. As uh, defined by Wikipedia, the free online encyclopedia in human social behavior, discrimination is any treatment or consideration of or making distinction towards anyone based on the group, class, or category to which that person is perceived to belong. This includes their age, their color, their convictions for which a pardon has been granted or a record suspended. It could also include discrimination against their height, their disability, their ethnic, family status, gender identity, genetic characteristics, and marital status, nationality, their race, their religion, their sex, their sexual orientation. Discrimination consists of treatment of an individual or group based on their actual or perceived membership in a certain group or social category in a way that is worse than the way people are usually treated. So, treating people with sickle cell disease in a less favorable way because of their genetic characteristics is classed as discrimination. So, also is going overboard for them due to the same genetic characteristics. Just treat them the same way you would treat any other person. However, the Equality and Human Rights Act requires that employers business organizations and operators, shopkeepers, restaurant owners, schools, colleges, universities, and all higher institutions make reasonable adjustments for their employees, their students, their workers, and customers 
with disabilities, physical or mental health conditions in order to ensure that they are not substantially disadvantaged. Don't stigmatize us in any way. We already feel the impact of our illness in more ways than you know. We get done by friends, by so-called lovers. We have to go the extra mile to prove that we are just as good as any other person. Don't break our heart. Our heart is already overworking to ensure we stay alive. Yes, because it does, it works more to ensure that blood circulation flows through our system. So our heart should be treated with so much love and respect. Don't stress us unnecessarily. We already experience enough stress with our daily living activities, such as even eating, brushing the teeth, toileting, bathing, selecting and wearing proper attire, grooming, maintaining continence and walking. Sometimes it takes forever to walk a 0.5 meters distance. I mean, even 0.1 meter distance takes like forever for a sickle cell patient. So do not stress us unnecessarily at all. To live as a sickle cell patient, one needs to be brave, to stay strong in the face of tough times and tough life choices. We deal with all sorts of situations that we find ourselves in real time and we walk. We have to be seen as sane, not asking for biased treatments. Yes, we do not want to be treated in a biased way, so we do not ask for anybody to give us any biased treatment. Because of this gene that we have inherited, which makes us get tired, makes us less active than others, regardless, we persevere, we go on, we have the ability to inspire others, even when family and friends are discouraged, and most especially, we have to make our voices heard when others are trying to shut us down. For us as sickle cell patients, even when we are nervous, we smile, yeah. We mask our pain behind that smile and people oftentimes just don't see our vulnerability. But we learn to cope with the illness we are born with. So please, show you care by not condemning us. Don't be judgmental at all of us or of anything that we can't do or even insult us. Don't insult our intelligence. We need to know that we still matter. So support us by accepting us just as we are. Have a care plan in place for each sickle cell sufferer. One that works for A does not necessarily work for B. Know our crisis triggers. Sometimes exposure to cold might be the trigger for A and exposure to heat might be the trigger for B. So you need to understand the triggers whatever triggers our crisis. And this goes to every single cell patient. You need to understand yourself. You need to know what triggers your pains, what triggers your crisis. So prevent those crisis triggers by keeping warm in a cold environment and keeping us cool naturally in a warm or extreme heat condition rather than using air conditioning, which will trigger pain. Help us to increase our oxygen supply. Plant a tree. Yeah, trees. Plant a tree for us. 
and keep the room well ventilated. The process of photosynthesis in plants generally acts as a counterbalance to respiration by taking in the carbon dioxide produced by all plants and reintroducing oxygen to the atmosphere. So otherwise, you just use oxygen tanks where, where you can, where, where it is accessible and also make us comfortable. Even when we have crisis, make us as comfortable as we can be. It could mean medication from mild painkillers, paracetamol, ibuprofen, dehydrochlorine, and all codamol to steroids. I don't want to give a list here, but you need to consult your doctor or your pharmacist for a prescription of the medication. And also keep us hydrated with either orally or with IV fluids when in crisis. And I would like to say thank you to all the nurses in the world who deal with sickle cell patients because it can be really, really stressful for them. Yeah, we have pain veins and when sometimes when you need to go to the hospital, they, uh, it, it, it's just so, it's, it's just a stress having to cannulate someone with sickle cell sometimes because they, <laughs> their veins are so thin and sometimes it just takes much more effort and much more, much more patience. You need to give us that much. That's why we need people that understand the nature of this illness to be the ones that are caring for us. We need the nurses to understand this illness, not just any general nurse that that does not understand that some patients have veins that are thin and sometimes you just can't get the blood to come out. Yes, that's because we are anemic or sometimes because it's just not there. The blood just just does not flow. So please bear with us when that happens. It's just a matter of being gentle and kind because you never know. We are experiencing any form of discomfort or pain at that time. So please support us as much as you can. And I would like to say thank you for listening to this podcast. It's been one I'm so passionate about. So you can hear the passion in my voice because it's something that really affects me. So I know what I'm talking about here. And thank you for listening again. A big thank you to all our listeners who have been sending us messages through the message link. I would like to thank everyone who has listened in so far and contributed to this podcast. Thank you so much. We couldn't have done anything without you. Keep listening, keep sharing, keep downloading and keep liking. Thank you again.